Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're returning once again to the audio stories and Big Finish. And this week, we've selected a fifth Doctor story, Creatures of Beauty. And we'll get around to talking about that later on. But first, let's have can, some news. Can, and can we, I start swearing now? Is that... Yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. After our... Um, <laughs> After the um, the audio commentary for Planet of Fire, which recorded at the Gallifrey One convention, um, yes, it's the return to our normal fare. So um, this one will be safe for work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are no swearing, and um, yes, thank you to um, everybody who list- who downloaded that one, um, and it-, it did appear to be popular. I think people are actually um, sort of quite looking forward to the return of the Pharos projects rather than. <laughs> Yes. Rather than anything we put out as normal. So. <laughs> yeah, that about sums it up, really, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it, really? So. <laughs> but anyway, so if you did listen to it, I hope you did enjoy it. It, it, it was a, one hell of a lot of fun to record. It really was. So um, anyway, anyway, on to this week's show. Um, and we do actually have some news to talk about, don't we? Yes. For once, we do have some proper news to talk about. Con- well, linked to the new series of Doctor Who. Um, but as we know, we have a new logo. We had a little trailer as well, um, sort of basically to um, just signify the new logo, really. And um, what what do you think, Paul? Yes, it's Doctor Hoover, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Hoover, okay. Yeah, the H and the O. You look at the old Hoover logo. Oh, God, yes, it does, yes. That suddenly just occurred to her. I've got it on the screen in front of me. My God, it does. They <laughs> could just carry on, couldn't they? Just put a Hoover in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, have you seen someone's done that uh, logo generator that's been sort of doing a lot of, um, a lot of fulfilling a lot of t- tweet action at the moment? Um, people doing their own podcast um, logos in, in, in the new Doctor Who font or just any old thing. Um, yeah, it does, isn't it? That is Hoover. Oh, bloody hell. I might do that later on. <laughs> I'm surprised that there hasn't been a, any Hoover haven't been on the phone about that, to be honest. Yeah, I know. Claim of copyright there. But, um, yeah, this was this came shortly sort of hot off the heels of that uh, BBC Worldwide um, presentation, didn't it? Sort of with yeah. which Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall were present at. And uh, it also appears that Doctor Who will, will return to our screens um, in October. Or as yes. they say, it, it will be delivered in October, which is, I just find a strange choice of words. <laughs> yes. Yeah, not sort of return to our screens, it will be delivered. So um, I suppose it's all multi-format now, isn't it, really? Well, it is now, isn't it? Indeed, indeed. So, uh, But as the, um, the BBC's Executive Creative Director, uh, Rafaela Pereira, um, said that the Doctor Who logo and insignia are the quintessential signifier for the brand. So um, we, we were just sort of discussing this before we started recording. This just sums up television now, doesn't it? It's not a yeah. TV show anymore. It's the brand. Um, I just think that's a bit of a sorry state of affairs, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean it is. The fact that they, the first thing they do is launch the new logo is, is, is pretty much that, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is, really. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's there's been a few sets um, photos doing the rounds, which we're not going to talk about here um, because they are construed as spoilers. Although one has yeah. already been debunked, uh, which is the 
even some papers now are still carrying as a, a, a new redesigned Dalek. Well, it wasn't. Yes. It was yeah. some some uh, fan had left their uh, or just kept wheeling it into shot because they're filming in Gosport at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. And so they're just some fans just wheeled it into to various locations, and the newspapers have picked it up as a a redesigned Dalek, uh, which it hasn't. It's already been debunked. Um, but there is one other. Um, how can I put it? I don't want to say too much, really. Um, one, one other Doctor Who-related thing, which may or may not be, um, how can you put it, real or not. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, looking <laughs> at the photos, it does look pretty convincing if it is a fan-made thing. So that's all I'm going to say. But, but we can't be more clearer than that. <laughs> no, we can't. Unfortunately, we can't. That solved everyone's curiosity. <laughs> Well, basically, if you want to see it, it's out there. Yeah. But we're not going to spoil, try, try not to spoil anything um, on this podcast. But uh, no. but there you go. So at least we, we've we've kind of got a um, a time of the year when it's going to be um, when it's going to be released. Um, we've got a new logo. Yeah, I don't mind it actually. I think it's okay. You yeah. know, it's you know, it's just it's just a logo, okay. isn't it? Really, it's serviceable. I mean, I can't really say that I get that excited about the logo. Or ever have, to be honest. No, me neither. It's just a, a thing, isn't it, really? Yes. Yeah, just a thing. So um, It's just something to put on the merchandise. <laughs> it is. And something for us to talk about, so <laughs> very briefly. <but laughs> anyway, um, now, other sort of kind of, um, sort of Series 11 news, and this was also... Um, sort of exclusively, I don't say revealed, but I say confirmed at the Gallifrey One convention um, recently. Uh, Murray Gold did um, his own sort of, sort of show there, uh, which I didn't get to see, actually, because they it was a bit of um, a bit of a mess up, actually, because he, I was in one sort of show, then he was, he was on at sort of like seven o'clock off, it was on the Sunday night, and they turfed everybody out of the main hall um, to set something else up. I don't, I don't eat to, to this day. I don't even know if it was done in the main hall or another location. Um, because apparently Murray Gold dropped something, some sort of requirement, um, sort of very late in the day on the show organizers, as as I understand it. So it was, it was a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a flap. Oh, the blue M and M's was it? Yeah, exa- yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, music so I, people, they're all... Oh, I know, the demands, I don't know. Um, but by all accounts, um, somebody said he, he, that his show wasn't exactly what they thought it was going to be. They thought it was going to be a little bit more music involved, uh, oh. which it wasn't. It was more him talking about his music, which I'd, I'd still sort of listen to, really. But I think a couple of people I spoke to um, found it a little bit of a disappointment, unfortunately. Um, but one thing he did confirm, this is something we did discuss a few podcasts ago now, um, that he will not be returning to the show. Um, so, um, no more Murray Gold. It has been confirmed. So, um, it really is going to be a, a, a brand new direction. Yeah. For the, for the, for Doctor Who or the brand as it's now going to be known as yes. the brand. It's a brand new direction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he did there. Uh, now the other thing that's been confirmed as well, Jamie Matheson's also stated he has not been asked to return uh, to write any anything else for Series Eleven or Doctor Who, um, which I'm kind of sad about actually because I've always enjoyed these scripts. Yeah, I, it's 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 how people want to here want to put his own 
mark on it, won't he? Yes. So yeah, he's going to want his own writers. So yeah, um, there's still things doing the rounds about where it's going to be on a Sunday night rather than a Saturday. Um, not too sure how I feel about that at the moment. If if there's any truth to that, do you think Sunday night's a good good time for Doctor Who? Considering uh, all the competition that's on on Saturday nights now. Yeah, I, mean, I actually don't. I, I don't mind the idea of that. Um, especially from a point of view from next season, there's going to be Saturday night football as well. Oh really? Okay. Or is it from next season? Yeah, because I, I think they did one game this year, and I think if it's from next season or the season after, mm. there's going to be Saturday night football. So if that's going to start competing with that as well, as well as the talent shows and. All that. Then so, what what um, sides is the Saturday night football going to be on then? Oh, Sky, I think. Oh right, okay. But that's on Sky Sports anyway, isn't it? Saturday yeah. night football. So yeah, but usually, but we're talking about like seven thirty kickoff, seven forty five kickoffs on a Saturday night. Oh right, okay. Okay. So, yeah, you'll be looking at football going back to back from about five thirty right the way through till ten or something like that. Oh, Which I'm God. sure will delight the non-football fans out there. Yes, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. But so, That's so it. you know, you've you've got you're going to have that. You're you're going to have obviously the the multitude of talent and game shows that go on on a Saturday night. Yeah. Somewhere between all that lot, Doctor Who, I think, can get lost. So maybe better to go at a more genteel time on a Sunday. Yeah, take the uh, the Antiques Roadshow slot or something. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe, following, or, may, or maybe, country file. yeah, or maybe the old, um, the old Sunday afternoon cereal slot that used to be on in it when, when, when we were, were were lads. I would say, um, yeah, maybe, maybe sort of like that five thirty, round about that time, leading up to the news, the early evening news or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some some yeah. Like about yeah six o'clock even on a Sunday night would be quite nice. I think. Yeah. Oh well, we, we shall we shall see, shan't we? We shall see. <laughs> now uh, I don't have to do homework on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I never did homework on a Sunday. <laughs> I never ever bothered. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're on, mate. But <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So anyway, as, as if we get any more series, um, obviously if we get any more series eleven news, we'll um, we'll, we'll discuss it in in future yeah. weeks, no doubt. Yes. Um, now. As we know, the Doctor Who experience uh, finally shut its doors in September last year, and it appears that it's left the um, Cardiff Council taxpayers with a a nice hefty bill of uh, 1.1 million pounds. Um, yeah. Now, apparently, this is all to do with the fact that it was it was to do with the percentage of ticket sales, which never never materialised, and it's kind of left a. Uh, a bit of a black hole in the Cardiff City Council funds uh, now. Now, um, apparently, it just said because the um, ticket sales didn't meet the expectations that they originally sort of planned in, the, in their uh, their business plan. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what to make of this. It's not the BBC or BBC Worldwide's fault that this has happened. This just sounds a bit of a <laughs> a bad business decision by Cardiff City Council, really. Well, I mean, or whoever. I mean, t- to be honest, drew up, drew up the, that, there's, that. there's a lot of a lot of people turned around and probably sold it to them under. Well, we get this X amount of people coming. 
Yeah. It's going to make you this amount of money. And hmm, perhaps oversold how many fans would make the the trip the, to Cardiff. Yes, the pilgrimage. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, it's, it's a great place to go, Cardiff. It really is. Um, yeah, oh, but yeah. I'm not. That, that, that's in no way. Oh no, no. Um, I just begin to wonder though whether that was in a bit of a low. You know, the experience was in a bit of a a location where people just didn't find it accessible. I'm not sure. I thought it was put. You could walk it from the town centre, from yeah. like um, from the Bay Area. Um, Within about ten minutes, you know. So it, it, it wasn't, you know. You, you could see it, you know. You could see the dam. Well, we, when we, you know, when we were in Cardiff um, for for the uh, that convention, was it back in two thousand twelve? Now, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think I think it was about two thousand twelve. Um, yeah, you you could see um, the experience from there, and I think they were just not yet opened it at that point, had they? No. So I think. You know, I think it was always about to because it'd been it was five years last year, so two thousand twelve would have been would have been about right. But yeah, um, yeah I can't see. I just sounds a bit of a, a bad a bad deal that the Cardiff City Council got itself into. Really, I mean, to a certain extent, it's 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 more probably a, the problem that they haven't got anything to replace it. Well, apparently, so the building standing there empty is, is the problem. If the, if if they've got something else in there and generating money, then obviously that would go. That, yeah, that would reduce. Yeah, I would, I would, I would imagine so. I, I just think that they just didn't really got they just got their projections wrong. Yeah, on this completely. I thought that was sort of over. Overegged it, and I think this this is the thing with these things. It's probably popular for the first couple of years, but after that, if you're not constantly revamping it, there's no yeah. incentive for people to return to it, is there? No. I mean, putting a few extra costumes in, you you know, from the like the latest series might get a few hardcore fans coming back, but it's not it's not really gonna, you know, it's not gonna entice people from all over the country, from all over the UK to go there, is it? No, I, I, it, it is just one of those things. I don't know. They, they obviously got their figures wrong. Totally. Both, yeah. Uh, obviously, Cardiff City Council and the people running it, because mm. they obviously had more in more in mind for that. Mm. I mean, but like I say, I mean, this is this is all from the cost of building the building. So unless they're now going to knock the building down. You'd think there's still chance for them to to recoup their money. They've just got to find something else that wants to that wants that space. Yeah, I mean this news item does say that they they're working on plans for the building with the Welsh government, although nothing has been finalised yet. So you know, yeah. I think it's 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 fairly early days as far as they're concerned. But um, but I mean, I I mean, I mean what, what what they've got is a the other way of looking at it is what they've got is a is a two point four million pound building. Mm. Which has only cost them one million. Yeah. So, could be the other way of looking at it. Now, if they well, can well yeah, the other million on something else, then eventually it will start making the money. Yeah. But it doesn't appear they had any kind of plan 
for that at all. No. And and I mean, you know, the thing is, is you know, they they sort of you know the lease was up. It ran its full five year term. Um, I, I to this day I don't really know well, why didn't they extend it. They they was they were still getting visitors going. Okay, you know, it might have taken them longer to to you know recoup all that. You know, the, as you say, the further million, but and they've got don't put have any plan to do anything yeah. with it afterwards. It, yeah. it just I mean, seems a more, bit... more. The problem is, yeah, a year ago, they should have been they should have been looking at a business plan of what to do. Yeah, when the lease finished, I mean, they might have done, and they might just keep drawing the blanks, but mm. yeah, exactly. That's, but that, that's oh, well. more the problem, really. I think. Oh, well. So, um, anyway, next on the money programme, we'll be uh, discussing the budget deficit. <laughs> How was this affected by Brexit? Yes, indeed. I bet Brexit's to blame for this, obviously. <laughs> right, OK. Now, next in the news and last in the news uh, for this week, um, we did discuss this, some, again, a few podcasts back, was the, the new Target novelizations that are coming yes. out, um, which are for the novelizations for the new series. Basically, and because um, I think we announced that Russell T. Davis and um, Stephen Moffat were going to be right or adapting some of their own scripts yeah. for this, and we we got a bit more sort of confirmation on this now. So um, we've got uh, Russell T. Davis will be uh, adapting Rose, um, Stephen Moffat will be adapting The Day of the Doctor, uh, Jenny T. Colgan will be adapting The Christmas Invasion, Paul Cornell will be adapting Twice Upon a Time, as we know was the Peter Capaldi's um, swan song, and um, City of Death has been adapted by James Goss, and perhaps one of the very few Douglas Adams scripts that's been novelised yeah. um, for, for, uh, as, as a Target book. So um, I'd, I'd be interested in reading these, certainly. Yeah, I. What, what are the int- I mean, interesting to see a how um, much do they flesh out bits. Hmm. From their own stories now. Yeah, exactly. Are they going to look at it as a as a chance to correct bits they didn't like? Well, it's, it's possible, isn't it? It is um, possible. Or are we just going to get a, a reasonably straight sort of Terence Dix version of the story? <laughs> well, who can tell? Who can tell? I, I can't believe RTD or, or the Moth will do a straightforward novelisation. No, really, I I can't no, imagine no. Them doing that. I, I, I suspect if that was all that was wanted, they could have got somebody else to do it. Yeah, um, they wouldn't have bothered actually. But other than the fact, I suspect some of, I suspect knowing how fans they are, they just do want to see their name on a target book. <laughs> Probably, I know I would actually if I was yes. in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, you you'd jump at the chance, even if they told you it had to just be a straight novelisation without able to change anything or add anything, wouldn't you? If you if yeah, was, if it was you, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Perhaps on that one. No, I I no, I. Well, I'm looking forward to it anyway. Looking, I think interesting. What is Paul Cornell doing? Twice upon a time. Hmm. Yeah, that's that is interesting. So, I, I yeah, I thought. Um, I thought the, the moth would have would have done that one actually, but yeah. Um, to see if he, uh, or, or, or even whether Mark Gatiss would have had a go at that. 
Well, that's a good point actually, because he did write for the, the the Virgin stories, didn't he? Yeah. The new the, you know the new adventure range, which I must admit I, I still haven't read any of. Um, I, I think well, at one point we we did get a request for to to tackle one of those in one of our reviews. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it'll come eventually. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. God knows when, but it will come eventually. Um, yeah, so now I'm just, I'm just, I'm looking forward to them. So um, maybe the, these will, will form a, one of our target reviews in the near future. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So anyway, everybody, uh, that is it for the news this week. So coming up next is our review of Creatures of Beauty from Big Finish. So for another week, then that was the news. Okay, everybody, we're now going to talk about Creatures of Beauty from Big Finish. <laughs> oh, you beauty. Look at him, just wandering about. <laughs> we better get out of here. Ah! You all right? <coughs> just about. <coughs> Looks like the console is going to catch fire. She'll be all right. Ah! They're on to us. Hold on tight. Well, this is all very fascinating, Lady Fulian. Tell me, am I a prisoner here? Stop it! No! Stop it! Let go! Let go of the line! No! Ah! Please don't! Ah! Because whatever they said they'd do, I can do worse. Bring them to me! I'm guessing we don't have a choice. Didn't you say there are always choices? Not if we want to get off this planet. Doctor, this is getting distinctly uncomfortable. I know. And if it takes the rest of my miserable life, I shall not lay down and die until I've made sure those filthy aliens have finally left us alone. Is that what you do? Travel around the galaxy making light of other people's problems? I'm not making light of them. I'm trying to understand them. Trust is a commodity in somewhat short supply in this sector of the galaxy. What a pity. And it's your turn to start the proceedings, Paul. So, uh, what did you think of this story? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I mean, other than I spent the first first ten minutes checking that my phone wasn't on shuffle. <laughs> I've got to admit, I got caught out like that as well. Because I, 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 when it started, I thought... Oh, should we've listened to the previous story or something? Is this a continuation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I started off thinking, oh, oh, we've basically come in on a two-parter. Oh, actually, actually, now, we, now before we before do? we go any further, we, we we haven't done our normal disclaimer, have we? There will be spoilers, spoilers. Yes. in this story because this was released in two thousand and three, so um, it's yeah. quite an old story. So you haven't listened to it? Switch off now because we will be we we will be discussing the plot. No, actually, actually, we should just yeah. get stuck to the. The, the the theory of this episode and just and announce that right at the end <laughs> or in the middle. Now <laughs> yeah. hey, you've listened to our review. Just mention there will be spoilers in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um. Yeah. You were saying. Yeah. yeah no, um, that, that was the yeah. other thing. Yeah. I was sort of caught between. Is this is this a two part story and this is the second part and we've not listened to the first part. Hmm. 
Uh, or then it was just like, <laughs> listening to this on my phone, is this on shuffle? And I'm just now getting random tracks thrown at me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it it's not... It doesn't seem to be going in any sort of order. No, um, and that is the the sort of the way this story unfolds. It's it's non-linear, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Um, and it, it, it took a bit of getting used to. It did, and I'm still not quite sure whether it's because it's a clever way of giving you a bit of ambiguity as to as to the moral moral nature of the story mm. or it's just a way of dressing up a story with not much happening well um if you if you well actually, I'm gonna say you 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 weren't too not too sure about it um I absolutely bloody loved it. Yeah. Actually, what once I got to grips with what was going on, um, I really liked it. Um, but if you if you put it into, if you try and put it in some sort of linear storytelling, this is pretty much like the case of Andrazani, where the, where the doctor just um, to, to to a certain degree, and I, and I, I explain why because he, he sort of he gets dropped into a um, a situation. That's already unfolding, and he gets caught up in events without, with uh, as you think at the time, without having any real direct um, bearing on anything that's going on. Yeah. And the whole thing is about he just wants to, he just wants to get out of there. Yeah. Basically, because you know it's um, because you know the situation, he, he can't have any. Um, he's sort of like in the wrong place at the wrong time. And yeah, I think it's sort of yeah. It's it's as it becomes clear to him that actually he's not quite sure whose side he's on. Yeah, uh, and it's it's an interesting story from that point of view because normally you do get the the doctor will come down one side or the other. Yeah, and yeah, you're left with this one as to what is the right and the wrong. Yeah. I mean, really, the only wrong in this story mm. is the taking the ship through their... I was going to say airspace, but if you know what I mean. Their all yeah. space in yeah. the first place. After that, it sort of becomes a case of, well, actually, who's doing what wrong here now? Well, I think that's the... I, was, I don't know whether to sort of go into about the the twist in of the story in any great detail. Yeah, I mean, we we sort of yeah. Well, we sort of have given the fact that there are spoilers. Yeah, and I think it's well, it's just a difficult one to to talk about because because it's is the whole story is building up to that moment, isn't yeah. it? Really. Um. And it's yeah, and it is the only bit that probably takes it from being a yeah. This story isn't really gone anywhere to a oh right. So that's why you're that's the whole reason why you're now giving it to us in this order. Yeah, because it's the it's the whole point of the Doctor landing to warn them of the pollution on this planet, to him leaving the planet. Causes the pollution on the planet to begin with. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, we might as well just talk talk about this twist anyway. I was I was, I was yeah. all trying to think where we could discuss it without ruining that bit because I, I thought it was um, it just calls in, into question that the nature of what the doctor does. All he's yeah, he's not saying meddling, but he's he's sort of he wants well, to do good. He wants to do good all the time. Doesn't always come out the way he expects to be, it to. To be honest, this isn't even the doctor. This isn't even a result of the doctor's meddling. He just is the wrong person in the wrong place at the wrong yeah, time. He, he causes the events that yeah. he drops that he drops into. So he, he actually causes the events he's trying to warn them of. Yeah. Really. But so but is the only person that seems to not realise. Well that's the thing, everyone everyone is completely oblivious to it. Yeah. Absolutely everybody. And and that's the whole thing because the the Veln who are the indigenous population of 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 Veln, basically yeah. um, blame the Katim yeah. for polluting their planet, of which they say was on purpose. Yeah. Um, but all the while, you got the Katim are trying to they're dying themselves, and they're trying to create this new hybrid race to survive. Yeah. Um, with a few sort of Veln sympathisers and the. The Vilna, I take a sort of, it's like a uh, like a, a secret police kind of thing, isn't it? It's sort of the yeah. security thing seem to run everything, um, and basically the pollution on this planet has caused everyone to become well mutated, and then we're now like fourth. Is this fourth or yeah, third fourth, generation? Is third it? Third generation, and I think they've only got another two or three generations before they're extinct, haven't they? Yeah, due to the. Yeah, and you've got like a, a rich, the rich Veln can afford plastic surgery. Yes. Um, or so you think. Yeah. It's not all plastic surgery. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I mean, it sort of starts with, with um, Nissa dropped into a, or basically accused of murder. Yeah. And then you find that during the course of the story, it, that wasn't what it, obviously Nissa's not going to murder anyone anyway, but... Um, but then, then you you find exactly what did happen, and who it was she met, and uh, you know, and, and how this person met their end, um, which I thought was very well done. Yeah, actually, um, I know we sort of sort of skipping around a little bit here, but the the use of sound in this particular story I found really really effective. Yeah. Um, Basically, when you've got someone stabbing themselves to death or trying to sort of cut something out of themselves, out of themselves was um, I thought was really quite, quite a gruesome idea, and I thought very, very well done. Yeah, especially seeing you know what's ha- what's going to happen. Yeah, because you've already been through that that part of it. Hmm. It's just, it's just, just, it just is a slightly. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea. I'm just not quite sure whether the story was good enough. Um, I I don't think. How can I put it? I think it. I think it worked from that point of view because the. Obviously, this this has been going on for like as you say, like three generations. This this has been yeah. happening, and the Doctor and Nissa just landed. They just got involved in one little aspects of, of this whole this planet's history and they they weren't um the story itself if you if you take the you know the whole twist out of it um as you said the doctor wasn't too sure whose side he should be on and he just wanted to to 
get out of town basically and yeah. and, and I'd, I'd i'd like it for that for that aspect because it was just a very very small event they got caught up in yeah um but then seemed to I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to find the, the, the words for it, really. It was a small event, but had long, long-reaching consequences. And I, and I like yeah. and I like the, the, the that, that the story for for that aspect. I thought it, the way it was done in a, in a non-linear style. Um, and I don't know if Big Finish done anything like that before or since, because so we've we've got a lot of catching up to do with Big Finish. Yeah. But I like the fact they did they did that with this story. I think. Maybe it was the fact they they took a very very simple story and broke it up and made and sort of like you listen to it out of order and then in yeah. the end it, it all it all, be, all made sense in the end and then you get that twist. Um, yeah. I I I'd like I, it. I, I, I really I, I, like I it. I suppose that's the thing. I mean, whether if you if it was a more complicated story, it would just get lost. Yeah, because of of how it was. Yeah, and I think it, it, it needed to be. If if that was the intention was to was to tell this story in a non-linear fashion, it needed to be simple. Yeah. Because otherwise, as you say, you just lose what was going on. Yeah. It'll be it'll be it will try and be too clever. Um, and I think what they what they did with this was clever. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Part of me would like to listen to it in a in its linear form. Yeah, just to compare the two, and it would have been interesting had they done it by tracks that you could then go back and program your player to play them in whatever. Yeah, order. in in the right order. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. They, if they could have done it like, I mean, I don't know. This is obviously. Yeah, because it was going backwards and forwards for each. It's, it's, it's a four-episode story. This one, but it was going backwards yeah. and forwards. Within one episode, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, it'll be quite a quite a one to restructure, to be honest. So, but apparently, it was recorded in linear form. Ah, okay. Which well, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. So it must have been obviously cut and mixed after the event. Mm. So it would have been interesting whether they could have, you know, and obviously they're not. They they could they could have done it for any track they could have put each different little bit on a different track yeah that you then could have gone back through and said okay so you start with track two disc one track two then disc two track four you know <laughs> sort of thing that you yeah. could program in and you could just you just listen to it as a story all the way through yeah to see how it sounds that way no, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would like to hear it. I mean, that's almost like the... as, as a sort of Easter egg sort of thing to it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, no, that be, um, no, it would be. No, be interesting. It would be interesting. I wonder, but, wonder if uh, there was any ever a thought that they could they would do that. Make sure, yeah. So you'd have to ask Nicholas Briggs in as he well, yeah, because yeah, everything. Yes, because uh, you pointed this out, didn't you? Because he wrote it, directed it, did the music, and post production. Production, yeah. And the only thing he didn't do was the cover. Yeah. <laughs> was it done by Paul Burley? Um, no, I, I, I say I really, really liked it, and I think the, um, I thought the acting in this all round was excellent, to be honest, yeah. and I think. If anyone wasn't a fan of Nissa, 
or because um, I've heard some, de- de- you know, detractors on Sarah Sutton's um, acting abilities. Um, I thought she was excellent in this and was given a little bit more to do than normal, sort of to show a little bit more range. Yeah. Than she than she normally is because usually normally there to be a bit clever and she was sort of Nissa was out of her depth with the situation and again it, that's that's what reminded me of case of Androzani, where basically the Doctor and Perry were out of their depth and involved with some extremely violent people who would do anything to justify the means and yeah. it meant and it meant like torture um, I mean Nissa gets arrested and beaten up basically. Um, yeah, but but what actually what is good is is the way that she basically turns the interrogation on its head. Yes, exactly. Which is with really the um, good. it was good. Yeah, that actually she gets him to go away, confused um, about her rather than her frightened of him. Yeah, which I thought was excellent. Yeah, I I, I loved it. I really did love it. Um, but I mean, I think the standout in this story for me was the uh, Gilbrook character, um, played by David Dacre, who should we remember from um, the Time Warrior. Yeah, was it was it Iron Gron? Was that his name? Yes. <laughs> that mean that? Um, I thought he was magnificent in this. I I really did. Um, it was the right amount of threat and malice in his in his voice that yeah. really sold it. Um, to me, and you, you just got this impression that he he was um, he was sort of re, re, sort of enjoyed what he did, and took great pleasure in trying to bring down that the, you know, the 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 sort of the rich elite, yeah, on his planet, um, and it just sort of and the the, the bit where he was sort of taunting uh, Brodlick, who was Nissa's interrogator, because he's basically like a, um, a um, like a what's the word for it? Sort of got a police psychiatrist, psychologist. That was it. Yeah. So um, I just like the way he sort of gradually strung him along yeah. as well, and just sort of it was trying to make him sort of trip himself up, but then just kept presenting Brodlick with all this contrary evidence to anything Brod- Brodlick, uh, Brodlick said. So um, and the bit where he started breaking. I don't know what bones he was breaking on, on yeah. Brodlick's anatomy, um, but again, it, again, it was the use of sound. Yeah. Again, which I thought was really, really good, and I just thought he was he was an utterly fantastic character and, and and a really sort of hissable villain, if if I could call it that. Yeah. Uh, but in some way, it, it, it was an odd one though. But then when you get in when he's Basically, um, talking. Well, they've they've got the search warrant to search the house. Yeah, and he's talking to Lady Fourleen, mm. and you almost actually feel you're actually almost on his side there. I know, I know. That's 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 the that's the thing because it was and it, it was such that a thing, good performance. Oh, it that, was. Yeah, you could forget about the fact that he's just beaten up one of his own subordinates. Yeah. I think the uh, was it was it the scene was talking about his great grandfather as a child who who watched the 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 um, Katim ship explode. Yeah. In the sky, and he said it, it was like uh, watching um, paint 
spread out across the table with someone knocked over a pot of paint. It was it was like spreading across the table, which I thought was a nice little um, sort of analogy for what watching this pollution yeah. spread across the sky. Um, yeah, I, I, but that, that, that's the whole thing. That, that who who were you supposed to root for? Yeah, I'm in this, but, but in all of it, I mean, it just was a. Yeah, uh, even yeah, when you get to the Crutine and there, t- when the Doctor meets them, yeah, and it's pretty obvious that they're not doing anything that's uh, backed by anybody. No, because even that th- these Crutine are almost like renegades, aren't they? Yeah, from their own people. So. No, I mean it had those. I mean it had it had those layers, and then yes, I say add to the fact that you then don't get it in any sort of order. Mm. Was interesting. I just, I, like I say, I just, yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I did have to listen through because I was trying to work out what was going on. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't know. I just slightly. Empty feeling afterwards. Really? Yeah, I just, oh, just wow. can't get past that, and I just don't know no why for that. On that, no, I I, I listened to it twice um, before reviewing this, and I enjoyed it even more on the, on the second time round. Even though I knew what was coming, yeah, um, I think because I I didn't have to. I knew it was coming and didn't have to sort of concentrate on how the plot was unfolding. Yeah, and just listen I mean, to the I, performances, you know. Yeah, I haven't. I've only listened to it once, and it may be actually that listening back through it again, mm. where you actually now know where where it's going, that the little bits and pieces that may now start making more sense and adding more depth because you realise what they they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I probably will listen to it again now because. Um, to see if that's the case. I, I do you know? I'd, I'd say please do listen to it again. So I think I think you might enjoy it more on the second time round. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just convince our listeners to listen. To this. I'm not trying to convince you to listen to it again. So. <laughs> no, no, I mean, and, and, and to be honest, if anyone said to me, you know, what do you think of it? Yeah, I would say it's worth listening to just. Whether you, whether you like the story or not, just for the idea of it. I just like the fact they did something different. Yeah, exactly. It it was it was almost. I mean that that's also why I might need to listen to it again because I did spend the first half of it probably thinking to myself, "Is this right? <laughs> Am I, it, have I missed something here?" It it does catch you off guard, doesn't it? Yeah. It does catch you off guard because when you first listen to it, I thought, "Well, this is a continuation of a previous story," or, um, and it's not till you sort of get into it, you have to sort of get into it quite a bit. You realise how this story's being told. Yeah. Um, and as I say, I I just loved what they did with it. I really did. I, I just I just absolutely come the end of it. I thought I absolutely adore this story. I really do. I absolutely adore it. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great. I, I, I did honestly have to check, actually, after I listened to the first disc, that it isn't meant to be like that. 
that I just haven't got some randomly bad recording of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I must. Yeah, I did begin to wonder. As I said, I did begin it, to wonder. It, it, I mean, what I like about it is the fact that it doesn't make any uh, allowances for the fact that it's doing it. Oh no, no! You you've just got to listen to it and pick it up yeah. for yourself. What you know, what is going on here? Then the sort yeah. of the penny drops that it's been you've got to work out, out of order. You've got yeah. to work out the order yourself. It's not even as if like you know you get get an idea that you're listening to. A, there's, there's no musical cue that you're listening to a flashback. Oh no, no! It literally just goes to another conversation. And I was going to think. S- hang on a minute. Oh, this must have been before. The conversation that we heard five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. That was you. Actually, when you mention the music, um, usually I sort of make make a a point of um, sort of noting what I thought of the music of these things. But um, I, I the music in this one didn't really sort of penetrate the story as much as it usually does. Because because I think because you was I was concentrating so much on the the non-linear storytelling yeah and and the and the use of sound as, as i said before the use of sound in this I, the, the the music didn't really play a big part in this and maybe that's that's a good thing in this case yeah it's hard to have worked out i mean how you'd have put music so more of music into it because mm. obviously because it's not linear there's, and, and they don't use linking music between scenes because there's no real between scenes. No. It literally does just jump you all over the place. Yeah, because so one thing wasn't leading to another, was it? It wasn't, no. as you say, in, in a linear fashion. No. Um, so so you didn't really want linking music there because you actually was listening to it and thinking, yourself, oh, we, we, we've switched again. Where are we now? Is this Is this in the same timeline? Is this a different timeline? Is this... Well, actually, the the one thing that seemed to link um, events more than anything else was um, Valine's death. Yeah, when she basically sort of committed suicide, that seemed to link more um, or, or join the story up because it, it kept coming back to and the, and the different ways that was being seen or, or heard by people. Um, it would usually sort of a scene was all sort of kind of finish on that, then it would link to something else. And I, and I like the fact they use that rather than music yeah, to fulfil that role. I mean, because there isn't actually that much in terms of timeline. I mean, you, you'd suspect this is all, in a linear state, this would all be th- over three days, perhaps? Perhaps, yeah. Not any more than that. It is not a long, drawn-out story over generations, although it does cover, obviously, what happened three generations ago to this planet. Yeah. You actually don't have that. You have everybody's perspective on it now. Yeah, because what what you get you get a scene, and then a bit later on you get what led up to that particular scene. Yeah, and then it might go, and it just went round round in circles like that. And I I I I loved it. And you'll really have a conversation, that. and it'll go off to something else. Yeah, and you'll basically come back to that conversation. Yeah. As it's still going on, and it's like you you either pick it up later or yeah, what happened before that conversation, yeah, or what led up to the conversation. So, um, I thought it was really clever. 
I really did. I no, 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 no doubt about that. As there's, there's no. I mean, I like the idea. Once I'd got into it, I, lo- I really like the idea. Yeah, it was very clever and very well done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just, I, I probably do need to listen to it again, as we say, because I just need to. Yeah. Actually, sit back and enjoy it, as opposed to trying to work out what is going on. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, well, now we we sort of given away the you know the you know the the, the the you know the hook for this story but, yeah. and 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 the twist as well, um, but it's difficult not to, really, yeah. if, if, if you want to talk about this story in depth. But even though you know, if if you haven't decided to to, to turn this podcast off and go and listen to the story before listening to this review, and you've just listened to us, um, please do go and listen to this story. I, 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 it, it, I it's quite fitting, isn't it, that you, that you, that you hear. You hear bits of of how it ends before you start to listen to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, I, I really, really, please do go listen to this story. I say it's it's a few years old now, um, and you can read plenty of, of reviews out there. Um, so you know, really, we're, we're not the first people to spoil this for anybody, no. not by any stretch of the imagination. But um, I, th- I personally feel you will really, really enjoy this story. I certainly did. Um, so please go and listen. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. No, I, I, yeah, it's it's worth listening to it just from from the, just for the idea alone. Yes, yes. And it's it's unusual to get to, to somebody trying something. Yeah. And, and also, and also, in an and audio th- program. Yeah, yeah, and also the fact that the the doctor solves nothing yeah. in this, but he's the one who actually causes the chain of events to begin with. Yeah, and it and it and it it's just sort of turns the whole thing about the doctor travelling through through time and space and landing on planets and sort of occasionally getting mixed up in events. Um, and this sort of kind of turns that on its head a little bit. Yeah. And all the times he interferes. Yeah. And this time he's he's not. He's tried not to. Yeah. And he he's the one who causes the whole chain of yeah. events to begin with. So without realising it, and still doesn't realise it. No. At the end, and nobody he interacts with knows he's the one who's caused this chain of events. Mm. So um, from that point of view, it, it's different. It's really yeah. different. Um, yeah. Go and listen to it. And you as well, Paul. Go and listen to it. I will do. I will do. <laughs> oh, Should we leave that there then? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you think of any anything else you want to say on this, or uh, should we? No. Could... I, I, did, I did wonder actually. The way some of our reviews jump about people are just probably this is how most people listen to our podcast. It probably is actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do tend to jump around a little bit, don't we? It's whatever enters our mind at the time. We just yeah. <laughs> it's like a stream of consciousness. Our, our podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Tree of unconsciousness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. So, uh, yeah, that just uh, wraps up this little um, this little review. Um, so, coming next, I think we're back to our series one retrospective, aren't we? Um, are we on, or are we on a um, a target book? I can't remember. I, I I I've got a funny feeling we're on a target book, but that may be. And misremembering <laughs> this. It is be. how planned out we are. <laughs> it's, I, I can't remember. We don't even know what we're doing next, let alone having picked something to do. 
I, do you know what I think? I think you're right. I think we are on a target oh, book good. next. I've got a funny feeling we are. Yeah, did, did, didn't sure, we? I'm sure, I'm sure the last thing we did was Dalek. I think so, you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because we didn't we kick off the year with a uh, a target novelisation. So I think we're due one again, aren't yes. we? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's uh, so we we solved that live on air. <laughs> yes. So I told you just a stream of consciousness. We haven't got a bloody clue what we're up to here. <laughs> no. Really haven't. So uh, yeah, we'll be back with a target novelisation uh, review. So uh, we don't know what yet though. No. Got no idea. That's we're completely unprepared because I thought we were back to series one. So. <laughs> you know, are you still claiming that shit, lag? <laughs> but I don't think I can after a week later. No, no. I don't. <laughs> oh well, there you are, then, folks. So we'll be, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a target novelisation review. So we'll, we'll let you know on Twitter and Facebook what exactly that's going to, to be. You know, going yes. to be. Yes. So there we are. So. um should we call that a day then? I think I think that's that's where we're going to end. Yeah. I think that's a good. Uh, this is a good opportunity to, to call it a day because I I don't know what I'm going to talk about next actually. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So anyway then, it's goodbye from me, Phil, and goodbye from me, Paul. <laughs> goodbye. listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who podcast alliance.